Hello, creative, and welcome back to the Empowered Creatives Podcast, finding confidence between hustle and burnout. I'm your host, Victoria Hines, creative career coach, helping creatives just like you navigate those twists and turns in your creative career. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. So happy that you are tuning and listening in. Um, it brings me just so much joy. I, I love producing this podcast. I love recording these episodes. I love getting in to interview really awesome guests and to get to share this wisdom with you, to get to share these insights and advice and challenges with you just makes me so excited. So I wanted to take a moment and say thank you. Thank you so much for listening in. All right, so this week's episode I'm really excited about. It is one of my favorite and the most frustrating things um, that I have to remind myself on a week-to-week basis. And this is going off of one of my favorite, favorite quotes. Now, this is a quote. There's no one that I can really attribute this to. I don't know who said it into the first place. It's a little cliche, but I think it is very, very powerful. And that is, hold the vision, trust the process. This quote, this phrase is, I think I just stumbled onto it back in 2020, maybe 2019. And I always find myself gravitating back to those words because it reminds me when I am in the thick of my adventure, I'm in the thick of the hero's journey where things are tough and I don't feel like I'm making progress or I don't feel like I feel lost or maybe not sure if I'm making steps that are getting closer and closer to my goal. That mantra, this phrase, always roots me back into where I am meant to be and how I am supposed to be feeling and what I need to be doing in every given moment. So I'm actually going to do a two-part series on this very mantra, hold the vision, trust the process. I'll talk a little bit in this um, episode. So we're going to focus on the vision piece of it. And I'll talk a little bit about vision creation, but if you're really wanting to dive deep into, okay, Victoria, I, I get the idea of having a vision, but I want more details on how to build a vision or maybe some tools and strategies on how to tackle that. There's two episodes I can point you back to, and those actually were released about a year ago. Um, so that is five keys to vision creation, as well as how to break down a vision into goals. So I will link those in the show notes below. So if you're wanting a little bit more of a deep dive into vision creation, those are the two episodes to go to. This episode's going to stay a little bit more high level. Um, I'll also add some resources below, especially on just helping you sort of begin to craft that vision statement. But okay, let's take, I'm going to take a step back. Why is holding the vision so incredibly important? That's because visions are powerful. They are our line of sight to where we want to be. If you can see it, if you can feel it, if you can close your eyes and imagine where you want to go, then your body, your mind, it inherently knows the decisions that you need to make on a day-to-day basis to get closer. And 
if your body, your subconscious calculates that you are getting further and further away from that vision, it's going to notify you. It's going to send those alarm bells screaming that, hey, you need to pause. You need to slow down. You need to pay attention because you're actually stepping away from the thing you really deeply, truly want in your life. So why is having a vision so important? If you listen to other episodes on this podcast, or if you're tuning in for the very first time, I've, I've shared before with my listeners that I am actually a cancer survivor. So I had cancer when I was 17 and it was life-changing. Um, at the moment, all I really wanted to do was to survive. Um, but I can really, in hindsight, look back at all the ways that that changed me. Now, one of the big ways that that changed me was 17 was sort of the cusp of entering a pretty big area or era of my life, of anybody's life. You're thinking about college, whether you want to go, whether you don't want to go, what you want to do. People are putting that heavy weighted blanket on your shoulder of what are you going to do for the rest of your life, which is a terrible question to be asking people. Value, again, in setting a vision, but terrible way to phrase the question. And I entered this period afraid, afraid to set long-term goals and a long-term vision for myself. But at 17, I, I didn't know this. And I can look back and I can forgive myself for that because I, I was too afraid that it would all be ripped away from me. I was too afraid to set a long-term vision because what if I woke up in six months or I went to go get another scan and suddenly that cancer had come back? I was too afraid. I was too afraid to take that brave step. Now, fast forward five years, I'm living in Chicago and I'm feeling a little bit lost working at a restaurant. I'm auditioning for a bunch of theater companies, but I just felt like I was going through the motions. I was was semi-adulting. I was paying the bills. I was making friends. I was having fun, but I didn't really feel like I was building anything bigger in my life. And I knew that was something that I deeply, deeply wanted. I wanted more purpose. And I finally put two and two together after going to a therapist um, when I was about 22. I finally realized I made the discovery that I had been so afraid to craft a long-term vision for myself. And that was why I felt a little bit lost, a little bit wondering where in the world I was going at the time, a little bit that feeling of mechanically going through the motions. And yeah, I'm checking off a lot of boxes and maybe doing a lot of the short-term things that I I told myself I was going to do, but I didn't feel that long-term excitement or joy or motivation or just that drive towards something bigger than myself. And that was the wake-up call on how important a vision is and can be. So creative. How? That's the question, right? How? How do you get to the place where you can 
hold this beautiful, ephemeral dream in your mind. And anytime you feel lost or not sure if you're headed in the right direction, you can close your eyes and remember, oh yeah, that's that right there. That's where I'm going. How do you get there? This episode, I'm going to dive into five steps on how to get and hold that vision. Hey there, creative. I have a delightful invitation just for you. Imagine diving even deeper into the incredible world of living your life as an empowered creative, including more tips, tricks, and advice arriving straight into your inbox. Sounds pretty cool, right? Well, guess what? I've got something special brewing and I don't want you to miss out. Introducing my oh-so-awesome bi-weekly email newsletter. It's a vibrant community bursting with passion, curiosity, and the love of building a creative life. By joining my newsletter, you'll get first access to new promotions and launches, as well as my welcoming voice in your ear every other week. Also, I'll share with you my creative career audit worksheet, a secret tool myself and clients have used during our own career transitions and pivots. So don't miss this opportunity to be my pen pal, as well as deepen your connection with fellow empowered creatives by heading to www.victoriahines.com or following the link in the show notes below. Thank you for being such an incredible listener. And I really look forward to sharing this exciting journey with you through both the podcast and my newsletter. Now, let's dive back into the show. All right, step number one. And this isn't going to come as uh, such of a shock probably after the intro to this episode. But step number one is be brave enough to go there. Be brave enough to create that vision. Be brave enough to stick a flag in the sand and say, hey, this is what I want. It is terrifying. It is absolutely terrifying to be big and bold. And a vision is meant to feel like something that you're really not quite sure in this moment, how to get there, how to achieve it, if or when it is ever going to happen. That's how big and scary a vision should be and feel like. A vision shouldn't feel like something that you can accomplish in a year. A big life career, like holistic, your personal vision should feel terrifying to hold. It should feel so big that you're not even sure that who you are today could even possibly live up to the expansiveness of what you are creating, which is why it takes bravery. It takes a moment of bravery to say, okay, I'm going to set aside all of the imposter syndrome, the limiting beliefs, the naysayers in your life. You're going to set aside all of the previous failures that are telling you that you can't do this. You're going to set aside every single little thought or trap in your mind that is telling you, don't do this because you are opening yourself up for failure. You have to shut that all out and be brave enough to just explore, to just say, what if, what if 
what if the thing that I create in my mind's eye is possible? So that's the first step. Be brave enough to go there. Step number two, create it. So like I said, I'm going to add in the show notes below a couple episodes that'll dive a little bit deeper into this, but I'm going to take a little bit of a different approach to the step of create it. So I'm going to challenge you to create your vision. And this could, there's a lot of different exercises that you can do to go there. But instead of giving you advice on exercises, I actually want you to take a step back and ask yourself, how do you create? I'm assuming if you listen to this podcast, you are probably a creative in some way, shape, or form. Maybe you write, maybe you create music, maybe you're a crafter, a quilter, maybe you're a podcast creator, maybe you're a musician, a performer, a comedian, maybe you're a visual artist. In some way, shape, or form, I bet you are a creator and I want you to take a step into your own shoes or almost a little bit a step outside of yourself and ask yourself, how do you start creating? What's your process like? I know for me, I am actually very visual. Um, I have a way of seeing flashes of images almost coming into my mind, which has played out in a lot of different pieces of my life. Um, so in one way, it played out in the theatrical piece of my life. Uh, for a while, I definitely thought I wanted to segue more into immersive theater. I still love immersive theater. And who knows, I may end up down that pathway way down in the future. Um, but what I loved was, and this is kind of how I knew, if I think back, this is how I create, is there's this really great book that I love. It's called The Starless Sea by Erin Morgenstern. And the second I read that book, I could picture it as this bigger, larger than life, immersive experiences for audience. And I could see how different parts of that story would play out as an experience for an audience, how something would be maybe VR and something would be a massive game and something would be more of a um, journey where you follow characters. But the way that started to formulate was these flashes of images. It's the way that I see art that I want to create. It's the way that I love designing rooms or um, getting a new home and designing that. And turns out that's the way for me to formulate my own vision. My vision comes to me through flashes of images. That's how I create it. So what I want you to do is I want you to dig deep into how does your creative process work? How do you get from the vision side of what you are going to create and moving it into fruition? How does, how does the vision create itself for the project that you were going to work on? Is it images like me? Is it through sound? Is it through feeling? Is it through emotions? Is it through writing? Do you have to get it down onto a page? Is it through music? Is it through sensory experience? I want you to go ahead and dive deep into what that is like because that creating your vision in that same way that you create your art is probably going to lead to the most success for you. All right, the third step is 
Let it start small. Let your vision start small. When I first started formulating a vision for my life, and I think I started this process back in probably 2016, it was tiny pieces. I couldn't quite put it all together. They were just little flashes of images, super disconnected. Um, But I kept, over time, adding more and more and more and more and more to it, to the point where those images started almost becoming like a movie reel of my life. And I still hop through that movie reel. It's a little, uh, there's a little time hopping and space hopping as well. Um, It's not like a continuous movie reel of my life. Um, But I let it start small. And I think sometimes if we feel like our vision has to be holistic in order to go after it, or it has to be holistic to even start or try to craft it and hold it, that's not the purpose of a vision. Some visions are going to start tiny and you have to be brave and let yourself start small. And if it is small so far, that's okay. Start there. Step number four is important. Step number four is revisit it. Revisit your vision. Revisiting it is how it is going to keep morphing and growing and becoming this almost bundle and ball of energy, and your beautiful vision. It's how it spirals. It's a little bit like a snowball. Maybe your vision starts as this tiny little snowflake, and slowly but surely you start adding more and more and more together until you have this big, massive snowman, or I don't know, an igloo. And now you've crafted this big, incredible thing. But revisiting it, that's how it grows. That's how it becomes something bigger. Step number five, let the vision shift when it's time. Here's what's interesting I found through the years about visions is the really big pieces don't tend to change. Let me, let me tell you a little bit about that. So one of a little piece of my vision. I've gotten to the point where I can close my eyes and imagine my dream home. I can imagine closing my eyes, walking into it, seeing my living room. I can see my dog. I can feel a significant other. I don't have one, so there's no face there, but I can feel them. I know what that energy feels like. I could see my kitchen. I could see my bedroom. I can walk upstairs. I know I have an office. And I know that I work from that office and I know that I run my own business. There's maybe a few other pieces outside of it, but that's a lot of the pieces of my vision. I'm not going to go into the details. Now, here's what's fun. That home office could house many different ideas for a business. I love what I'm doing now. I love that I'm coaching. I love that I'm running a podcast. And there may come a day where my business needs to shift, where the focus of a business changes. But what's not changing is my entrepreneurial spirit. That is something deeper. That's something bigger than myself, core to myself, that I know is important. 
And it's something that I'm always going to gravitate back to. That's the part of the vision that does not shift. Maybe what I'm doing, the definition of what I'm doing, the project at the time, that can change just as quickly as your art may change. It's okay if projects, projects are likely to shift. Projects are short-term things, things that may be a few years. Those can change, but they're typically always going to be something bigger, vaster, broader that's going to ground you. And even if the project shifts, it's still going to fit into that bigger vision you have for your life. All of that being said, if you go and revisit your vision and it no longer feels like it fits you, that is time where you need to let pieces fall away and let yourself dream up new pieces to fit it. All right, so just a little recap before I dive into your one thing this week. Step number one, be brave enough to go there. Be brave enough to set your vision. Step number two, create it. How do you create? That is the way that you want to create your vision. Step number three, let your vision start small. Step number four, revisit it often and let it grow. And step number five, last but not least, let it shift when it's time. All right, creative, here's your one thing this week. Be brave and let your vision expand. You are brave enough to dream it. You are fast enough to hold it. And you are worthy enough to deserve it. Give yourself 30 minutes this week to go back to your vision or begin to create it. You're either going to revisit it or let give yourself time to start creating it. That's your challenge this week. All right, creative, if you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. It's the number one way that you can show the Empowered Creatives podcast your love and support. And until next week, stay creative. <laughs>